Welcome to Roll for Adventure. My name is Alex, and with us today is Austin. Hello. Travis. How's it going? Jake. Hey, what's up? Tim. That's me. And Jesse. Well, hello there. And we're going to play some D&D. I'm in, I'm in the wrong room then. Yeah, you shouldn't play with us. <laughs> I have officially wasted my first nat 20 of the session. <laughs> so I think that means Jesse gets to pick who gets to tell the recap. I like this. I really like this. I should choose the person whose first session it is. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great idea. Make Travis do it since he's never played. I think we us. should make Tim do it this time. This, this will be my third time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're actually going to do a like a full recap of the past three episodes, just so the two new guys can figure out. That what's sounds going. like something a DM should do. Agreed. <laughs> hey, I rolled a nat twenty. I choose Alex. Oh, bam! Nat twenty. That stinks. All right. Jesse's dying this game. <laughs> Jesse's character. I've expected Balthazar that since the beginning. Is gone. All right. So the first episode was everybody really waking up to a dream. Or what they thought was a dream. And talked to a little girl. Little blonde-haired, blue-eyed, blue-dress little girl. And she had some demons for you guys to fight. Or, I guess, hairy orcs. They were werewolves, but we were sure that they were just hairy orcs. Yeah. And then after that, she, after you guys destroyed the, the hairy orcs, your characters were told to go to Summer's End. Summer's End. Summer's End. Summer's End. And then, you guys, for the second episode, showed up to Summer's End and kind of went on a shopping spree, found out a little bit about the town, met the speaker, found out he was a little sketchy, and he sent you on a mission to go fight some Quasits. And as soon as you got outside, you seen a giant meteor, or what looked like a meteor, hit the front gate, and you guys took a dash towards the front gate, where you met Vendel who was also running to the gate to help you guys out. And once you got to the gate, you... Oh, no, you guys did a skill challenge. That's what you did. You did a skill challenge to the gate. And once you got to the gate, that's when you see a giant portal had opened and demons were flooding out. And through some experimenting, found out that Dylan's character, Tassus, able to walk through the crowd and it not be a problem. The demons kind of ignored him, didn't care. And as he got closer to the portal, all the demons would move out of the way. When he got to the portal, he helped you guys, helped Tim's character, Tobril, kill the cultists. And once they all died, the portal shut. Just so as it shut, it opened again and grabbed Dylan's character, Tassus, and pulled him in. Sounds like a Friday night. It's a wonderful Friday night. And... <laughs> He actually, there was some words 
that came out of the gate, which was, now that I have my body, I will use you four as my keys to this realm. Which is scary to hear in a demonic voice coming through an, a portal from another dimension. And I think that's where we ended it. It was right there. That sounds right. As the portal closed with two cultists still alive. One half crushed up on a wall, and the other was half dead, laying on the ground before Tim's character Tobril. And I think Vandal, Balthazar, and Vindal were running up to see what was going on. So that's that's kind of where we're at. And we're going to go ahead and start this episode with Tobril standing above this body. Well, not body. I guess he's still right, alive. Right, he's still alive. Uh, okay, I'm going to grab him uh, by the shirt and kind of just pick him up a little bit so that he's not just laying on the ground anymore. I'm going to say, uh, and then I'm going to point him at the, the, the demons and stuff as I'm saying this. And I'm going to say, unless you want to join him, you're going to tell us everything that you know. Okay. And as you say that, Thidos? Yep, that's me. Thidos is actually walking up and it's just, actually describe your character to me. Tell me tell me what this guy looks like as he okay. walks up. So uh, my guy is probably about five foot ten, dark hair, brown eyes, and uh, in scale mail, and a uh, longsword on his side. So... Maybe typical adventurer. I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> Alrighty. And so this guy walks up, and as you're saying that, Tim, this guy is essentially just going to start murmuring. Kind of almost nonsense, but what you do here is seven dwarves, three elves, six dragonborn, th- three gnomes, six orcs, f- 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 15 centaurs, 63 tortoises, thir- th- 13 halflings. Th- th- I remember that was on the sheet, right? There there was some of those numbers on that sheet when you guys walked in the the gate, yeah. Okay, what what does this what does this mean? What, what are you saying? All, all the squares make a circle. All, all the squares make a circle. Oh, the three elves, seven dwarves. Uh, I'd like to roll perception to see if this guy's actually cracked or not, or if he's playing a game with me. Or yeah. I mean, whatever I need to do, I want to see if. Yeah, go ahead. If you want, you can go ahead and roll insight. Okay. Uh, that is nineteen plus one, so unnatural twenty. A natural twenty. Uh, you you think this guy's essentially a raving lunatic? Like he's great. Maybe maybe them four cultists were being controlled. That they weren't really of sound mind in the first place. I would like to roll an insight on this guy to see if uh, I can tell if he's under any magical compulsion or nice. Maybe if he's just been manipulated. Yeah, go ahead. That's a 16 for insight. A 16. Uh, you notice at the moment he is not Thidos. I know you just walked up and haven't talked to the group. If you want to roll an Arcana, oh. you might be able to talk to the group about some By stuff. By the way, now with my Jack of All Trades, I have a plus four to Arcana, which is pretty cool. <laughs> all right. Well, I got an eight total. <laughs> so. All right. So. Worst wizard ever. Hey. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you can inform the group that there is a chance he was at one time under a compulsion spell. Hmm. I believe this individual may be under the influence of magic. Okay, and who are you? The name's Thytus Rid. I am from the city of Blackvale, and I believe that the events that have taken place here are linked to the same thing that we have been experiencing in Blackvale. What have you been experiencing in Blackvale? 
there have been a number of people gone missing. And we've also had several people attacked by a strange creature. Uh, interesting. This guy's been mumbling numbers, uh, something about several amounts of dwarves, a certain amount of dragonborn, a certain amount of, of different races that mean anything to you. And I'm going to actually pull out a sheet and hand it to him, um, the, the sheet that I stole from the guard. Yeah. Which is a lot similar to this sheet that I got. And Alex, you might have to explain him what this sheet says because I don't know <coughs> what I remember. This sheet that I uh, have, which says the amount of people that are allowed to come into the city per day. So if, if you look at the sheet, you notice okay. that some of the numbers that correspond with how many people they that they think that needs to be in the city uh, matches somewhat to some of the missing people that you have seen. Like some of the races that are missing or some of the races that have been missing out of your town also. Okay. Okay. So it appears that this is no coincidence at all. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm being told this is not a coincidence, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't just happening here. It's happening other places, too. It's it, happening in Blackville. It could be happening in at least, at least those two cities, maybe more. Who knows? It appears to be the case, for sure. Well, what the hell are we doing standing around? Why don't we go try to find them? I'm down for that. I'd like to know why this guard had this sheet of paper with numbers corresponding to missing people. Yeah, wait a minute. Is that other one still alive up there on the wall? I'm pretty sure I just winged him really bad. So if you guys <laughs> were to look up there, and you guys all have passive perception, and I'm gonna, since you guys aren't in combat or nothing crazy is going on, uh, I'll give it to you guys. And when you look up there, you actually see the speaker himself stabbing the cultist through the heart with a, with a trident. Hey, what the hell are you doing? He's just going to look down and go, you guys have been the cause of this. Uh, okay, I would like to look at him and uh, remembering that all, all of the stuff that we have learned throughout the thing, and my character is actually a really high intelligence, so I feel like he would be able to figure this out. Mm -hmm. I am actually going to throw the cultist to the ground and look up and point at him and say, this cultist just told us everything. I would need you to roll deception. No problem. <laughs> All right, come on, baby. This should be fun. I really hope this go. I this, this has got to be like a super solid roll, man. Okay. So twenty one. Ooh, that's a good roll. So it is, and there will be a few guards looking at you. And you guys, as you guys look around, you realize all the guards are dragonborn which seems kind of odd mm -hmm. that for some reason that only Dragonborn would be guards. But a few of them kind of murmur to themselves and then... Notice I didn't accuse him of anything. I just pointed to him and said that he told us everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the, the Dragonborn are going to start murmuring to themselves and he's just going to look down and go, there's nothing he could have told you. How do you know that? Because he's dead, and he will throw the trident from this wall down at as the guy. Soon as I would he, like, oh, as soon as he throws the trident, I'm casting Guiding Bolt directly at him. Okay, what is what is Guiding Bolt? Uh, guiding Bolt is a spell that a flash of light streaks towards a creature of my choice within range. Uh, I make a ranged spell attack against it, and on a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage. Yeah, you can go ahead and roll for so, it. Okay. And I'm casting it at a second level spell slot, so it will be an additional d6 on top of that. So 5d6. Oh. That's so sad. Rolled from natural 20 to a 2, but <laughs> it will be... Uh, 
Do you roll for that? Uh, oh, it's a range. Make a ranged spell, spell attack, attack against, against the target. Oh, at second level, I gain... Uh, what's the... Uh, advantage? Advantage on it. So if I cast it as a second level spell, I have advantage on the roll. Which is not much better. Seven plus five is twelve. Twelve. You're not going to hit him. I... When he tried to do that, I, I would actually like to try to, to catch the trident out of the air. Oh, d- okay, yeah, you I can mean, try. I mean, this is just a trident, and yeah. he's, he's really far away, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, what I remember from the last session, if he's on top of the wall, you said it was like 200 feet up or something. It, the the wall itself, I think it was 90 feet tall. 90 feet tall? 90. Okay, that makes sense because my rope, I, I just remember my rope not being long Yeah, your rope was, I think, 40 or 50 feet. Uh, and so he'll, he'll be 90 feet in the if air. If he's 90 feet away, that's a long time for a trident to travel. No, I, and I, I'm saying you can totally try okay. to grab it, yeah. Just which, tell me what I need to roll. I could just do a dexterity, I guess. Yeah, try to do a, a dexterity save. Yeah, uh, I'm just seeing here. Just making sure there's not anything else. Because yeah. the cultist is going to be lying on his back, still murmuring. He's not going to move. Yeah, okay. We'll try to catch it. I get plus six. So nat one. That would be a nat one. Oh, roll a d6, Tim. Tobril. That's a three. You're going to take three points of damage. Yeah, I figured I would. You, you try to catch it, and you actually you grab it, uh, but you get splinters in your hand, and now it looks like you killed the cultist. It looks like he just kind of helped, is what it looks like. People obviously know he threw it, but it just looks like you helped. Oh, man. So now the city guard is actually going to run up, and there's going to be about 10 to 12 of them. Uh, you see a four in the back with crossbows. And the rest are going to be up front. So there'll be about six to eight swordsmen up front. And the speaker is now pretty much ranting and raving about how you guys may have summoned these creatures here. How these creatures weren't here. They were just dealing with little tiny demons. And now all of a sudden a portal has opened up to this nether realm. And demons are pouring through. Portal's he still was, open? No. no and we no, closed no. it now. They closed it. All right. So. But... He was trying to kill someone that was that had it open, and you guys tried to stop it and attack him. So now he's telling the city guard to respond. Doesn't make any sense. Why would we close the portal that we opened, you idiots? Money? We have none of that. What? Did you just say money? You guys obviously travel from town to town doing this and causing people to disappear, and then you open up these portals Where's to your get priest? paid. Where's where's Where are your priests? I'm assuming they have detect good and evil. Please use it on us. I can't speak for the tiefling that was taken, but obviously he's gone. I think the rest of us are probably pretty solid. These guys are new. I'm going to point towards <laughs> them. They're not with us. No, I I've seen them traveling with you. Obviously, they are with you too. This dude's full of crap. I just met these guys like an hour ago. He's, he essentially is just going to be like, I don't care. I would like to be looking for escape routes while this conversation <laughs> is going on. The speaker tiefling will essentially, I'll let the city guard take care of it. And he's just going to walk away off the wall. Never trust a tiefling. Um, the, the city guard is coming up to you guys now. Yeah. yeah this is going to get bad quick. I really don't think we want to fight here, guys. It seems to me like if they catch us, we'll probably get thrown in prison. And I'm much too pretty for prison. Do you guys want me to bring this this stupid uh, cleric, whatever, back here to life? And then we can run and get out of here? Or do you just want me to leave him dead and we run? 
How many guards did you say there were? There's a, about ten. About ten. How many can you put to sleep, Tobril? Uh, well, it didn't really work so well on the werewolf. Uh, I mean, hairy orcs. Hairy orcs, which actually, I forget, you're not, you weren't there for that. Funny thing. Okay, so we fall asleep, right? No, we don't have we time don't for have this. Time for this. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, I might be able to get maybe three or four if I work real hard. This appears to call That's for unlikely. an expeditious retreat. Uh, I agree with the new guy. Yeah, I feel like you put some to sleep and then we book it. Uh, I mean, I can give it a shot. Almost makes me wish we left the portal open. So as you guys are talking, once Tim does his little spell, you'll have to roll initiative. I don't have any. I don't have a spell. Um, I thought to put them to sleep. Oh, oh, that's what that, oh, that was their suggestion that I could use sleep on them. Uh, how, first of all, I need to know how many guards there are. There, there is ten guards and it looks like a captain in the back. There are ten guards and a captain. Yep. Okay. If you guys want to live to see another day, I'd say we get out of here. I am going to cast Fog Cloud right in front of us in okay. a big 20-foot area, and I'm going to tell everybody, just run straight backwards, and I'm going to start running. I will moonwalk right out of there. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that, too. Moonwalk? I need you to roll performance. <laughs> no problem. That I can do. <laughs> That's a natural 20. No, it's not. It's a 5. But it doesn't matter because I'm not really moonwalking. Okay. So... You guys start backing up, and the fog covers the area, and you guys run south of the city. You guys seem to get away from the guards. I'll need you all to roll, roll a stealth. You won't have to get a super high stealth. Where well, I got you guys got a 20, so I got it anyways. You got the fog out of the way. So. 19. Checking to see if I have disadvantage on... Yep, I do. <laughs> 17. I also got a 17. Huge. I got a 10. That's what she said. So what were all your numbers? 19, 17, 17, 10, 26. 26. <laughs> all right, perfect. It was a very low DC anyway. So you guys get away from the city. You guys are now in past the shanty town. You guys have left that behind. You now are in the forest. What is your plan? <sighs> okay, all right. First of all, let's just take a step back here because I got to be honest. You guys seemed pretty cool when I met you, but I also thought the tiefling was cool, and now apparently he's going to serve as the body for a demon overlord. So I'm going to need to make sure that you aren't all secretly evil because this won't be – I'm not going to be tricked into joining a cult again. That's just not going to happen. Typically, if you're evil and in on an evil plot, you don't have to run for your life into the forest. From guards. I mean, I ran too, but I'm just saying, you know. What are well, you laughing over there, Chuckles? We have a cleric here. He can clearly vouch whether we're good or evil. I can. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do that, that'd be cool. Oh, God, I've got to waste all my spell slots just saying if you guys are good or evil? Last time I checked, it doesn't take spells to uh, run away, does it? What, Stubby? Does it? No. Hey, shut your mouth, all right? Outside of game, quick question. So we, re- yeah, we regain spell slots after a short rest or a long rest? Uh, long rest. Long rest, but some, I think, mate or wizard, does wizard get gets short. Jake, if you do those spells outside of combat and stuff, I'm not going to count it against you. Okay. So you'll regain them back. Because okay. those more... Well, and we can just find a place to do a long rest. And I mean, I don't know how much... Actually, I'll say this in character. Listen, I, I, I mean, one spell slot, I think, is oh, well, going to waste too bad. And if we need to, we can rest and the rest of us can protect you anyway. Oh, uh, so... 
Okay. You know what? Before you even do that, I'm a pretty good judge of character. Just tell me who you people are, really. I've I've been hanging out with you guys. I don't even know who you are, Mister Quiet, Miss McQuietson over there. I'm usually much more clever than that. I'm very flustered. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> you there, Mister Fighter? I'm the one who thought that little child was a demon and came to Somerset. You said out. witch like 35 times. You did say witch. He, Same he say thing. Witch. Witches are always associated with demons. Everybody knows that. Well, that's not true because I didn't even know witches or demons are a damn thing. Maybe they're not for dwarves. Who knows? Well, that's probably pretty fair. This group's a little racist. Oh, no. They're super racist. Oh, okay. That's part of their charm. Also, spell slots. No, that's the wrong game. Knowledge. That's the other game. Oh, oh, the super racist game. The super racist RS. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I wish you guys would invite me to that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Can we cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> Probably all of that. All of the whole thing about <laughs> racism. <laughs> Actually, just the whole start of this episode. This whole thing. <laughs> everything from this point back. Uh, so you guys are in the woods. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm, I'm going to assume you guys are still trekking because the guards are going to come look for you eventually. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I thought you said that we were in a, a, a place like we had gotten away. Well, you guys have gotten away, but they still may form search parties for you. We're just moving slower now, that's all. Yeah, yeah, you guys are walking and talking, which is fine. I'm still moving at however fast I have to to keep up with these guys. Because so. <laughs> you're small little... Yeah. Hey, cor- hey! Don't you say that. Corgi legs. Oh. The word you're looking for is stubby. I really would like to know more about the party that I'm going to be traveling with before I go to jail for them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to actually go ahead and try to detect evil on every one of you, just to see uh, what happens. So I'm going to go ahead and say a little prayer really quick. I swear if any of you move, I'll kill you. So, Jake, you say a little prayer. When he closes his eyes, I would like to move my mm. foot. Just wiggle it. Uh, I'm going to take a swing at him. So. <laughs> his eyes are closed. He didn't see. I am a dwarf. Your feet are like eye level for me. That's so an 18 right plus 6 ears. stealth check. Oh, he did it. Damn it. <laughs> Okay, so uh, for the duration of this, uh, I can cast it and hold it up for 10 minutes if I need to. Uh, I can see if anything within 30 feet has been magically consecrated or desecrated. Yeah, so you go ahead and you roll and you... have. You, do you need to roll? No, no, it's just a, I cast a spell. You notice that Vindal and Thytos... Thytos. Thytos. You notice that Vindal and Thytos are perfectly good of good alignment. And so is Tobril. I'm technically lawful neutral. Balthazar. Okay, lawful neutral, which you still feel is... Not evil. Not evil. Yeah, yeah so... Well, I wouldn't actually detect that they're good. I'd just not see that they were not evil. Okay, so, so. yeah. You, you know your entire party that you're with now is completely not evil. Okay, I can vouch for everyone here except for myself that you're not evil. Did you just call yourself evil? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Can you not vouch that you're not well, evil? Well, no, it doesn't count for me... I don't think. <laughs> you don't think you're evil or you're not No, evil. I just literally don't think, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not evil either. Well, that wasn't shady at all. The real question is, is how did we get caught up in all this? Why did that little girl send us to Summer's End when all these demons are roaming around there? And those are definitely not the same creatures that we fought in the dream. They were different. What sort I'm of a- dream are you talking about? Some little witch pulled us out of our dreams into some demonscape where we had to fight werewolves or hairy orcs or whatever they were. Hmm. Sounds like fun. She told us to come to Summer's End. It was uh, interesting, to say the least. Very interesting. I'm assuming we're fairly close to Black Vale. You guys are about a two-day's journey. Okay. Just and you said you were from Black Vale and this was happening there? 
Yes, something similar has been happening. What made you come to Somersund? Uh, several of us from the guard there in Blackvale were sent around to uh, neighboring towns to investigate to see if anything similar was happening. And it turns Wait, out... Wait, so you're a guard? Yes. Ooh. Well, you're not a dragonborn, so I guess that's a... Plus. That's a plus. Not that I have anything against dragonborn, it just seems no, like... No, super racist like group, it. yeah. That's what we're doing today. So, so you guys noticed that in Summer's End, all the guards are... Dragonborn. Usually in other cities, that's not the case. It's just in that city in particular. And just as the Dragonborns were guards, all the merchants you've seen were elves. Fat elves, right? Fat elves, yes. <laughs> I was actually coming to Summer's End not only to investigate, but to see if I could get some help for Black Veil myself. So, Well, clearly that's not going to happen. Hmm. What about you How over pleasant. there? Vendel, you said your name was? Yes, um... I am a bounty hunter of sorts for my village. I was part of the village military, but then our village chieftain hired me to become a bounty hunter to catch criminals on the loose. And I was sent here to Summer's Inn to look for a bounty hunter when this whole fiasco happened. Who are you looking for? I am not the most for certain who exactly it is. I just know descriptions, and so I've kind of thrown that off to the side for now, and I'll come back to that later. You know, being a, a fugitive and all, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like some of your buddies might be after you next. <laughs> you probably have a bounty on you. <laughs> Very well. Well, my name is Tobril, and uh, until about, well, uh, two months ago, two days ago, I'm sorry, the DM is telling me. I don't remember how long it took to get here. Until two days ago, I hadn't left my hometown until that dream came, and I thought it was going to be some kind of grand adventure, but things are not as I expected. Yeah, this has become way less grand than I had imagined. Yeah, so, I really thought it was going to be much cooler than this. What type of shuffled, shuffled, shuffled? What type of sheltered little pansies are you to think adventures are supposed to be grand? The world is a dark place. People die. All the great stories are like that. I, I, I know several of the songs. I can sing them to you right now. Easy, Batman. Okay. It's so like let a me get this straight. Midget companion. You each have had a strange dream but didn't know each other prior? No. I met these guys in my dreams. And hmm. I don't usually dream of ugly men. Wait. So I am the man <laughs> of your dreams is what you're saying? Uh, technically, uh, no, no, that's that's good enough for me. I'm fine with it. So. Oh, I'm Thandal Odric Longbrace, by the way. I'm, I'm a Hammer of Moradin, so uh, if you need any spells casting or things killed, just come get me. <laughs> we need the speaker of that town killed. He's clearly I, working I with I tried to kill him! He didn't stay still long enough! I'm not much into killing, but I feel like if we were going to kill somebody, it'd probably be that guy. He seemed super evil, and I'm not just saying that because he's a tiefling. So I feel like we should wait for the fall of night, and we should go back and try to kill him. In my experience, attacking demonic-possessed people or anything demon-related in the middle of the night, typically not the best idea. What do you mean in your experience? What experience do you have with this stuff? Hunting things like this is what I do. Oh, Really? Wait, so you go out of your way and you hunt tieflings? Ugh, I didn't realize your IQ was as low as your height. Hey, my intelligence is a 16, thank you very much. <laughs> that's that's really low on the IQ scale. Oh, sh- 
That's not nice. 16 inches tall. I've been hunting demon-possessed creatures and demon-touched creatures for a long time now. That's why I came here. I thought a witch, or at least something demonic-related, was sending us to Summer's End. This isn't what I expected, obviously. This town is weird, but... Have you ever seen anything like this? Cultists, sure. Actual portals to hell, no. Oh, wait, did you guys actually notice that all the, the guard were dragonborn and that the, the fat elves were the rest of the people? Yeah, this is a very odd town. This is very strange. And don't forget this. That cultist was mumbling about these numbers, and I have this is the note that we stole from the guard when we came in, about the people that were allowed in and what certain numbers they were allowed in as. Oh, Oh, yeah, you're right. I remember that. At the very beginning. I would assume the speaker... Let me look at that again. I'm going to grab it out of Tim's hand. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just let you. You didn't have to snatch it. I would have just handed it to you. This I'm might ignoring just be him like while pouring over the information. This I might like just to... be their rule sheet on how to not be considered racist. <laughs> they got to have a little bit of everything. There's, we don't have a rule sheet for that. Sorry. It's... It just comes naturally for the racism. I don't know about the not. I think part. he was talking in character. He just wasn't using a character voice uh, yet. This is my character voice. Oh, right. You're fine. So it's getting darker out. It's starting to become nighttime. You guys need to find a way to set up camp and probably take shifts so you guys can sleep and get ready to either go to Blacksvale or... Try to invade a city at night is what it sounded like you guys were thinking about doing. Well, that's pretty obvious which one we're going to pick. Uh, so how deep in the forest are we? Uh, you guys are actually in a, a thick forest. It's a lush forest. I mean, you guys are probably out of the way of the guards. I mean, if they set up a perimeter, they're not going to be able to find you tonight. Well, I right. think we should probably make camp here in this lush part of the forest. Oh, let's stop, drop, and set up shop. I like it. I'll take the first watch. I don't even know who the hell this guy is. I think we'll all take first watch. Then what's the point of camping, you <laughs> idiot? Oh, oh yeah, I guess we've got listen, to sleep. Listen, you know me. I'll take first watch with him. I need to talk wait, to him anyway. Wait a minute. I've got this handy little thing called alarm. I can just uh, set a ward around the whole encampment that will go off uh, within 30 feet of us. How's that sound? It sounds like a guy 45 feet away could shoot a crossbow bolt into my sleeping back. And does it go off for all of us, or is it just for you? How can we trust no, it, you? It alerts everybody in our group. All right, so. I trust my own ears. Either way, I'm going to Whatever, step, I'm going to bed. I'm going to step over, uh, and I'm assuming you're done reading the, the note. Are you still yes. looking at it? No, I'm done. Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, try to gently like turn you so that I'm talking to you, just the two of us, uh, to, to share my, my plan with you. I'm going to look back over my shoulder at you. I'm going to sleep. So, uh, a question about Black Veil, you called it? Yes. And these sorts of things are happening there? Yes. Do you think that those things are happening there because of this tiefling here? Do I need to roll anything? No. You, from what you understand, you don't think it's from a tiefling? Uh, you're not sure, but it, it does look like people are getting taken from the town and disappearing. And They're, in the same way that that list laid out. Yeah. And okay. so that's very concerning. And you also know there's been some animal attacks, but you don't know if the animal attacks and the kidnappings are related. Okay. Where did you get that piece of paper with all the list of That's people? what I'm saying. I took it right from a city guard here. Maybe in your town, this is all just happenstance and, and things going bump in the night. But here, it seems systematic. It seems like mm. the leadership here is actively involved in serving or appeasing 
doing something with this demonic presences. Well, there's absolutely a correlation between the list that I just read and who's been going missing. Now, you're a guard. Yes. If we went back and talked to your leaders, could we get them to at least consider mounting attack or an investigation, use their resources to investigate this town to find out more? Because, honestly, we don't have enough here to overthrow a city government by ourselves. Oh, absolutely not. Summer's End is much bigger, right? Oh, uh, it has about 10,000 people in it compared to your town of 500. So... the my town won't be able to help not against summer's end mm. now while this Rory. is all going on jake you are setting on you are putting that alarm up just just for safety oh, yes yeah, yes a crossbow would be an issue you guys can still do watches but the alarm would make a great thing for any type of creature that would try to stumble upon your camp yeah so cool. uh, i'll go ahead and set it up uh and i'll make it so it's an audible alarm it'll go off uh, for everybody's ears to hear. So, so. H- what makes it go off? Like, what what kind of creature or what... Tell me the description. So, uh, whether a tiny or larger creature than a tiny creature enters it, uh, it will... Desig- uh, I can designate what creature sets it off or won't set it off. So, And I can choose whether the alarm is uh, mental or audible. I love that your explanation is still in accent. No, this is just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Jake is now a Scottish... Mm. Dwarf. Well, that's highly aggressive, Alex. That was a little unnecessary if I was going to say anything at all. All right, so you guys set up that alarm. Everything seems to be going well. Are you guys going to do shifts, or do you think the alarm is good enough? Uh, I, I would actually like to, because I'm I'm a student of character, like who, who my guy is, I would like to try to spend individual time, which we don't even have to role play this necessarily, but I'd like to get a better feel for who I'm traveling with, because I'd like to know if they are worth me even continuing to travel with or if I need to leave this place because we're over our heads and go back home. Yeah. So, so you just, I mean, if you want, I can role play that, but, or, or we can just say we'll, that I talked to you guys. We'll, we'll just say that you went through and you kind of talked with everybody in the camp. You guys came together at a campfire and talked for a little bit. Hey, are you, any of you guys hungry? Would you like some food? Oh, that sounds great. Uh, let me start a fire and we'll, uh, we'll grill up some, uh, I'll, I'll have to go catch something first, <laughs> and then we'll grill something up, okay? T- Tim, you do have that oats that you got from town. I do have a handful of oats. Just a handful. Don't you have a <laughs> floppy sausage in Just, your pocket, too? No, I ate that. Actually, I'm pretty sure I ate that twice. He, he did. <laughs> he ate it after he was like at the council and then also in front of the vendor. Yeah. So I'm just going to say maybe I ate half of it the first that time. That was a <laughs> massive <laughs> sausage then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys sit around and you enjoy the campfire. Then you guys kind of saunter off and kind of lay in bed and start going to sleep. You have set up watches for each about every two hours. One of you will get up and start a watch again. And about three quarters of the way through the night, you guys actually wake up and that alarm is going off inside your head from Jake's spell. Oh, no, it's actually audible to oh, everyone. It's around. audible? Yeah. It's... Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's now a loud noise going off in the forest. Fan freaking tastic. <laughs> Only goes off for 10 seconds. Only 10 seconds? Okay. I'm more concerned about the fact that I probably don't sleep in my scale mail. There, oh, it's it's so. it's not it's not a intruder. You guys actually all wake up, and with your passive perception, you guys see what looks like this glowing ball of light. It looks like an intruder to me. Uh, I guess... Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's intruding. I'm trying to sleep. Uh, I'm gonna. Didn't doesn't somebody have light here and they have cast light before? Jake, oh, sorry, that's a different game. That was your cleric who just decided that light was totally not worth it and got rid of that cantrip for no, something else. No, that's totally fine. But you have cast light before. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm. Handle. Turn your light off. That's not me, man. It's not. No. Wait. What the hell is that? I'm gonna try to do an insight check on it. See if I I, I can tell what it is or I, I know something about it. I'm at least getting my sword. You gotta poke a light. What What are you doing? I got twenty four for insight. Twenty four. It's actually you. Actually, know what it is? It's a will o' wisp. It's just a will of a wisp, guys. Calm down. Oh, I've Don't heard of follow these. it. I've heard of these. What are they? Uh, will of the wisp. Well, they're they're from tales. They they're fey creatures. They live in the forest or in, in areas away from mankind, and they. Lead the, travelers into usually fey lands. What Tobril and Balthazar know is that will-o-wisps, will wispy balls of light that haunt lonely places in battlefields bound by dark fate or dark magic to feed on fear and despair. And that's what you guys know about them. That sounds evil to me. Some are evil and some are good. Sometimes they can bring you to good places. Sometimes they bring you to bad. Balthazar. You deal with all man- manner of supernatural creatures. It's basically a small undead thing that's... They're created when people die in lonely, mainly wooded or outlying areas. Generally, they try to lure you to bad things, to bad deaths. If you don't follow them and you don't fear them, they have no real power over you. Wait, is it Vendel? Oh, no, you're still alive. Okay, I see you over the Sorry. I was just checking. I'm trying to go back to sleep. Well, I'm trying to sleep. I'm going to cast sleep on the Will of the Wisp. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, you can you can definitely cast it. What do you let, Let's see it. <laughs> so, uh uh I'm going to roll 5d8 and as long as the the hit points are higher than its hit points, then it goes to sleep. Uh 12 plus 820 26 it does not put it to sleep. Oh, man! That would have been awesome. Just falls, drifts down and falls to sleep. Okay. Catches the forest on fire. No big deal. All right. I'm going to shake my hands again. Man, that really usually works. So now another one will appear and start floating around you guys kind of more quickly. I this don't could like be this. a problem. If you attack them, they can attack back. And if they swarm, they can be dangerous. Wait, wait. Or, or... They could be trying to warn us of danger, and we might want to get out of here. I'm going to go ahead and try to detect if it's evil or good. Well, I think Balthazar just said that it was they were evil, right? I've never known of a good one. That doesn't mean that there's not yeah, stories. He's, he's a Batman. Everything is evil to him. Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't see that he has any resemblance to a bat, but I'll, I'll agree with you that he is kind of... Well, look at his pointy little ears. Humans... I have rounded ears. I'm not some elven freak. I'm sorry. Did you say freak? I meant that in the most nicest way possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet. As okay. as you guys are talking, one actually comes and floats through Balthazar. Uh, oh no! I, I actually uh, I actually cast detect evil and good. Oh, okay. And it's a fey creature, so I can tell whether it's evil or good within thirty feet of me for the next. Y- you know, they're chaotic evil. Oh, yeah, no, these guys are definitely Bob. Good enough for me. I'd like to shoot one with my hand crossbow. Okay, go ahead and roll. 
Okay. Ugh, are we fighting now? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to roll initiative. Wake up. All right, I guess I'll get up. <laughs> guess I'm doing this in my long johns. Uh, is nine enough? I thought you were going to be getting dressed while this was happening. I no, he's literally just been, been standing there minutes. fondling himself. <laughs> hey, what's happening over there? What did you roll, Tim? I guess nine is probably not enough. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. These things are fast. Cool. You remember that spell that you rolled a 26 on and it didn't hit? That was their hit points. Oh. Yeah, that, that involves their <laughs> hit points, but they also have condition immunities, and unconscious is one of them. Ah, I see. Okay. So I wonder if they're uh, resistant to necrotic damage. Yes. Well, hell. <laughs> I'm going to take a shot at one with my crossbow. Alrighty. Gonna... After that, we are rolling initiative. Ah, yeah. I'm going to pull out my bow. I assumed that was happening anyway. Can I have your score? My goodness. <laughs> Switch dies. I have a 24 to hit. 24. That will hit. How much damage you doing, buddy? Millions. It died. <laughs> oh, I'm going back to sleep then. 7 plus 3. 10 damage. All right, now it's yellow, but it has a little red in the center because it's angry. It flew through. I rolled a nine for initiative. (laughs) All right, Tobril. What what is everybody else's initiative? You guys realize you just like ticked off magical lightning bugs. (laughs) Well, we're about to kill him, so. Well, let's see if you let a fey creature just enter your body without without permission, and you just let it get away with it. I got a three, partner. Wait, wait, with, that, with your initiative bonus? Oh, yeah. Nice. Alrighty, so there's a three. I got an eight. Got an eight. 17. There we go. I also got a 17. Who has a higher dex score? Oh, it's definitely him. My dex is 19. What'd you get, Balthazar? 13. Alrighty, so first up will be Vindal. Well, since I've already drawn my bow, I'm going to take a shot at the same one that Balthazar shot. Okay. I got a 14. A 14? Yeah. That will not hit. They're really fast. Guess I didn't do that then. So now the one is going to attack... Well, I guess it's going to attack you, Vendel. Come at me, bro. Alrighty. Famous last words. (laughs) Does a 12 hit? No. All right. We'll move on to Balthazar. I think I'm going to shoot at it again. Okay, go ahead. 18 to hit. You miss. Swarmy little bastages. Thandal, it's your turn. All right, that is... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a big uh, swap with my Warhammer. Uh, that will be a 19. That will hit. Oh, phenomenal. Six damage. Alrighty, now we'll move on to the other wisp, and it will actually attack the other wisp. It doesn't hit, though. It just looks like these two balls are bouncing off each other. Wait, so both of them were evil? Yes. And then now the, the, the one who still had health is attacking the one who had less health? Yes. Let's not attack that one. Interesting. Alright, now it's going to be Tobril's turn. Okay. Let's see. I mean, I I didn't expect them to attack each other. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess I'll just I'll just 
do. It's going to take less time to think about and shoot the wounded one with my with my hand crossbow. Okay. Nat one. Oh yeah, that definitely hit. You nailed yeah. it right in the center. Gooey gumdrop. Wait, are you talking about me? Yeah, no, I felt yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, no, it definitely hit. No, it missed. So move to Thytos. Thytus. Thank you. Yeah, do I need to change it to a U at the end so you say it right? I, I'm going to change it on my stuff. <laughs> you don't have to change your name, though. All right. I'm going to cast Firebolt at the one that's hurt. That's an unnatural 20. That'll hit. Eight. And that'll kill it. So that one's going to just start flickering, and then it'll flick off, and the light you won't see anymore. You guys look at the ground, and there's nothing there. It's almost like it just disappeared out of existence. The other one that was hitting it is now going to like come close to you guys and go towards the woods. Come close to you guys and go towards the woods and kind of float at the edge of the woods. I think this one wants us to follow it. Well, that's kind of what Will-o'-the-Wisps do. Although it is kind of weird to see them attack each other. Yeah. Does anyone know do they talk or understand language? They mm. should understand any language they knew when they died. So, yes, it does speak, but it's usually in whispers and almost in a childlike innocence. Wait, are you the little girl? It, it's just going to float there, and then all you're going to hear is, Help. Help. Help me. And it's just going to float at the edge of the woods. This can't be good. I'm just going to look around at the party like, guys, what do you want to do? <laughs> you know? uh, I know who my character is, and he would automatically run towards to help. I'm just going to point out that we have the option of not following the evil creature known for leading people off to their deaths or following the evil creature that's known for leading people to their deaths. I'm just going to point that out. I'm gonna, when he says that, I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder. I'm going to say, yeah, but which one is going to give us an epic adventure and let you kill some more demons, huh? And I'm going to run after Thandal. What direction is the wisp heading in? Away from the so city. So you guys, you guys were headed south, away from the city, and it's kind of taking you more to the east, which is closer to Black Vale, but it's not like <sighs> the exact way to get there. Well, it's kind of on our way, so. Well, sure. Let's just go follow the undead creature that's known for leading people to their deaths. Let's just do that. Sure. Okay. I, I'm going to follow it. So to myself, I'm thinking that this is very likely what's been leading everyone away. Or making people disappear. So I'm certainly curious to investigate, so I'm going to follow after. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. All right, so you guys are going to follow? Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, I'm running. Okay. Oh, we're doubling down on bad ideas. Let's do this. Put some clothes on, you stupid wizard. Right? Why did you get naked to sleep? It's super weird. Everyone else was clothed. Yeah, I kept my armor on. I didn't trust you guys or the... You couldn't even keep your here. breeches on? Have Jesus, you man. you guys ever slept in scale mail? I imagine it can't be comfortable, but one wearing plate armor, man. It's not comfortable. Oh, that's fine. I don't feel like this is that weird. It's weird that you're not wearing pants, though. That's weird. Before we talk more, can you at least put your pants on? Yes. Yes, well, you guys just shut up. Let me pack up. As you guys are following the Will-O-Wisp through the woods and you guys are fully clothed, you will see the Will-O-Wisp. He'll, like, dodge behind trees, and he's kind of just, like, floating around. Uh, And you guys keep going, and you keep going. And it seems like you guys have been traveling for at least an hour or two. And then as the trees kind of break away and you come into a field, the Will-O-Wisp is gone. Oh, well, this is terrifying. Is it still nighttime? 
Yes. It, it, oh, it's great. approximately like maybe 2 a.m. The one thing literally lighting our way is gone. Well, now we're either going to die or find something it wants help with. And you guys keep kind of walking through this field and can't really find the Will-O-Wisp. If you guys roll Perception, I might give you a little more. I got a 15. I got a nat 1. I trip and poke my eyes out with sticks. I got a 6. He's so we can say to... that he tripped and bumped into me. I got a I got He's still trying to put his pants on. <laughs> He's put them on backwards. Balthazar, what'd you get? 17. Okay, so Balthazar, Thandal, and Vendel, what you three see is the Will-O-Wisp is actually hitting the edge of this entire field, and it's actually circling the field. And that's all you see at the moment. Hmm. And then you see the Will-O-Wisp stop, and it actually goes up into the air and almost aligns with the moon itself. And you guys are kind of looking at it, squinting. You can still see it, and then it disappears. Do you guys see anything? Just the field of death we've been led to. I've actually got dark vision for 60 foot, so... Yeah, okay, that's fine. What happens is it pretty much goes up to the moon, and it literally disappears. Like, it's just like the previous one and how it died, except this one is gone. Is the moon full? Yes. Cool. The will- That's when Harry Orcs come out, though. You guys know that, right? And as you think everything is gone, what are you and everything. What that book for, Alex? <laughs> why? Why am I looking at the creature book? That's, yeah, that's obviously that, strange, isn't it? It is weird. So, I'm gonna go ahead and kill myself right now in game. So, ha <laughs> 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 Jokes on you! Dang it! I wanted to kill you. He was a will o' wisp all along. So your guys' passive perception will take over, and you guys will actually see two puppies heading your way. Doesn't look as big as the hairy orcs you fought, but there's definitely two puppies headed your way. And as they get closer, you realize each puppy has two heads. I don't think those are normal puppies. Great. So we follow the undead creature out to a field of death so we can be eaten by two cerebus. Awesome. What the hell's a cerebus? You're about to find out one tooth at a time. Balthazar, can you roll an insight for me really quick? Or investigation, I'm sorry. Well, now that makes a difference. <laughs> uh, investigation would be a 22, 18 plus 4. Beautiful. You actually know them as death dogs. You're about to find out what a death dog feels like when it's gnawing on your giblets. And you know they're actually super poisonous with their bites. But can they be tamed? I don't know. Why don't you go over there and find out why the big poisonous puppies chew on you? Hey, <laughs> I heard a story once. I heard a story once in my party. Do travels we have time for this? Where a uh, there was a, a a guy who created an island. For okay, well, all these I'm gonna get in like fighting stance. Big reptilian creatures. Wait, listen. And then in the ending, I'm drawing my bigger, bow. A bigger big reptilian creature, now listen now, showed up and helped yep, them. That's great. Fight Balthazar, the, the uh, what do we do? Can anybody cast a silence spell? Try to look, kill it. Look, I'll, before I'll show you. It gets close I'm going to gonna use minor illusion Try to, kill to it make before the it gets wolf close. sound that we heard from All the right. dream. Boom. I want to attack. <laughs> I'm going to shoot. I'm going to use. I'm going to shoot at the same one he's attacking. I'm going to use minor illusion to, to make the wolf sound that we heard from the dream that made those huge Are wolves you show kidding up. Me? Okay, you just made the death dogs howl too. It's. 
So there's not going to be a big werewolf to come kill these two. How close are these things? They're about a hundred yards out, and they're they're galloping. Yards. They're in range Man, of me. I'm I gotta shooting. wait. They're galloping your way. I really thought that was gonna work. Balthazar, we'll both shoot at the one on the right. We're shooting at the one on the right. Yeah, but which head? When the, when they get in range, I'm gonna try to use sleep again. I got a twenty three. Twenty three to hit. To hit, yes. Okay, as you try to hit. Your bow doesn't go that far. You're 300 feet away. You just said 100. You just said no. He said 100 yards. 100 yards is 300. Everybody would be stupid to shoot at this range. We shouldn't do that. We we wouldn't have shot. (laughs) That's premature ammunition. I apologize. (laughs) Premature ammunition. I feel like they should be punished for not listening to you. <laughs> this this is where we're going to end the episode, is these death dogs charging you guys. And don't forget my howl. Tim's pointless howl. It's not pointless. It all means yeah, something. Yeah, it's not pointless. It's going to bring more of them. <laughs> it wouldn't bring more of them. It would bring a bigger werewolf, which we've already killed, by the way, and it wasn't too bad. But maybe he, last time he showed up, he had to show his dominance, so he... I'm gonna do. I'm saying this all in character. Last time he showed up, he had to show us dominance, so he killed the smaller wolves. And I just thought if he shows up and kills the smaller wolves, then we kill him. It would be a happy day. So we want to thank everybody for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And if you like our podcast, please go on to iTunes and leave your review there. That's kind of the bread and butter of all this. That tells us you care about us. Um, Only say nice things because we have soft skin. So we appreciate you all. Yeah, Tim will literally cry. 